I've got to give you an in- introduction. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, just sort of announced, I know they've already gone around kind of telling people, but for those that haven't heard, uh, Pete and Emily engaged. <laughs> and to Pete, we want you to get up and tell us how it all happened. Come on, mate. We'd love to hear stories from you. This is not a joke. Come on, mate. You might even have to reenact it, I reckon. Let, yeah, let's well not. But no, so it was last Saturday and we just got back from Denny from telling my family, who told Ems on Thursday. But I uh, got up just before dawn and went to Lake Burley Griffin, went to like our spot. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got down on knee proposed i actually proposed upside down i got the ring the wrong way but <laughs> it's all good like she still said yes which is the main thing and then after that um you know sat around for a little bit watched the sunrise and went to bury for the day um and that's when we <laughs> saw kate and rach <laughs> that same day <laughs> we're getting away for the wedding anniversary it was a yeah really <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so, but it was a um, yeah, really good day and great to yeah, share it now with all of you guys, but I'll pass on back. Thanks, mate. We just, Rachel, there's a good omen because we've been, it was our 10th wedding anniversary on the weekends, that's why we were in Barrie, so that was cool. Uh, Murray, we'll get Murray to, to bring the word, exciting. Thank you, I'll tell you how I proposed. Congratulations, Pete, and um, you're the smartest man I know in the room, mate. So I think uh, you guys are how long been dating now? As I said, mate, you're the smartest man in the room. Uh, so good, congratulations. I just uh, I w- kind of share a brief message with you tonight, and I count it a privilege that, to be the first one to be able to come around the word with you uh, as we come back from COVID. But I just sense that there's a real sense and sweet presence of the Holy Spirit that he wants to move tonight. So I'm going to be as brief as possible. I'm going to ask Nicole if it's okay to jump back up on the guitar a little bit later. And we're just going to see where the Holy Spirit takes us tonight. Are we okay with that? doesn't matter because i got the microphone, so you've got to follow my lead. But I just want to... Uh, Kay just said at the very start there was... Uh, God told him, just be, where's the virgin? There's a song that comes to mind that's one of my favourite songs by a girl by the name of Kim, Kim Walker Smith, and it's called Just Be. And basically, it's just all about just being at his feet, just being in his presence, not pursuing anything else but him. And, and sometimes in the business of life, and we try and create programs, and we, we try and chase after things for you know, ambitions or we've got goals and abilities, but sometimes all we need to do is just be at his feet. And, uh, and I think tonight we just need to take a moment just to be in his presence. Is that all right with you, Dan? Perfect. <laughs> if you had got your Bibles tonight, I'd love you to turn to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And as you do that, I'm just going to pray and open up. Lord, we just want to thank you for this word. Thank you, Father God, that uh, as we come around it, may you speak your word. May you speak life. I pray that people will not hear me tonight, but Lord, they would get a revelation from you of who you are. 
Speak and minister to all of us tonight, Lord. I pray no one would leave this place the same. And we give you room to move in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I'm just going to share a few scriptures and some testimonies with the hope and the expectation that it just build faith in your life. The message, the theme that we've got for the next six weeks is the name of Jesus, the different names of Jesus. And, and I've been given one tonight, which uh, Kay would allow me to choose, which I'm grateful for. But before I give you that name, the name of Jesus and, and the meaning behind it, there, there's something about names that we kind of forget about in the Western world. You know, back in biblical times, the name absolutely represented who the person was. And if there was a father and his name was such and such, that name represented the man that he was. For instance, Abraham. Before he was Abraham, his name was Abram. And God had to change his name to represent who he is and who he was. Abraham means the father of many nations. And before Abraham even had a son, God saw him who he was and changed his name and his name represented the person that he was the name describes the authority so when uh, a father or a master sent their son or a servant out he came in their name and that was their authority wherever they went they said i came in the name of my father which means this is the authority of the father right here the name represented something when i we're about to have my first child. I prayed to God and said, what do you want me to call him? And God said, Jacob. And I didn't know if I was having a boy or a girl. So I just prayed, Lord, will I pray I have a boy <laughs> with a name like Jacob. And I looked up in the Bible what the name Jacob represented. And God actually spoke to me that he'd be a man that wrestles with God. Now, he's not necessarily walking with the Lord at the moment. But I, every time say that name, I declare that over him. That he'll be a man that walks with the Lord. Also, Jacob was a man that saw heaven come to earth and saw a ladder of angels going back and forth. So every time I call my son that name, I declare that over his life because there is power in the name. The name that I want to talk about around Jesus today is found in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. It says, For us a child is born, a son is given, and the government shall rest upon his shoulders. He shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Depending what um, interpretation or what uh, Bible was, NIV, NLT or King James that you read, there's a small discrepancy between Wonderful Counselor. It's either Wonderful Counselor or it's Wonderful, comma, Counselor too. But I want to just focus on the first part of that tonight, and that is wonderful. Now, we all know somebody wonderful. I would say tonight in this room, if I had to pick one person that just sums up wonderful, and you open up the dictionary and there's a photo of that person, that would be Dan. He is so wonderful that he makes me sick. He's one of the nicest people I've ever, ever met. He just is wonderful. We've all got someone in our life that is wonderful. And, and for me, that wonderful person was in year five, my year five teacher, Miss Taylor. Miss Taylor had this blonde curly hair that went down just to her shoulders. And it was trendy back then. She had this little bob and she had these Coca-Cola glasses. And she just got out of university and I hated school. But Miss Taylor was just wonderful. 
She was my first crush. I loved her and she made school come alive to me and I felt like I was the only one in that classroom when Miss Taylor was there. In fact, she even took myself and two of my friends out fishing one, one Saturday after school. How I'm, You can't do that these days, but that's what Miss Taylor did. She was just wonderful. Now, I moved on and moved out of the city and, and lived in Wollongong and Perth, but when I finally came back about 13 years ago, I had to go to Woolworths to get some groceries. And I hear something that just stopped me. I hear this voice and this shiver goes running down my spine and I'm frozen and I realise it's Miss Taylor and she's standing metres away from me. And I was so scared and I didn't know whether to hug her. I didn't know where she must have freaked out. Who was this guy coming to hug me? Who is he? But I was just in awe of this wonderful woman. So I did what any good Christian man would do. I followed her around the supermarket. I discovered she had two children. I was so scared to go up and say day to her, but she represented a wonderful person in my life. Now, when it says wonderful counsellor, that's not what it means as in wonderful, like as Miss Taylor wonderful or Dan wonderful. The word wonderful actually comes from the word wonder. And the, he, the Hebrew word from wonder means pala, which is phenomenal, living outside the realm of human expectation. It's miraculous, it's in awe, it's unexplainable. So when we say the name of Jesus or where Jesus is wonderful or wonder, it means he is phenomenal, he is miraculous. We should be in awe of him. He does things that are unexplainable. And not only does he do these things, it's not as it, this is not just what he does, but it's who he is. Because the name represents the person. Or in this case, the name represents our God, Jesus. The word describes, the word wonder describes not just what he does, but who he is. He operates in the world of the miraculous. He lives there. We live in the ordinary world where we get up and brush our teeth, and man, Pete, I pray you got up early that morning and brushed your teeth. We get up and brush our teeth and we run through and we live in the ordinary, but he lives in the miraculous. And every now and then we get a glimpse of it and we can step into it. But the thing is, now that we are called sons and daughters of God, we have that privilege and that honour to live in the world that He lives in. The miraculous, the wonder, the awe. His name is Wonderful. Now I'm going to share a couple of scriptures about just describes how wonderful Jesus is and share a couple of testimonies and then we're just going to pray and just wait and see where the God of wonder leads us tonight. But it says in Genesis chapter 1, no need to turn there, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and dark, darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters and God said, let there be light, the God of wonder speaks nothing is there but the god of the miraculous the god of the one of wonder of all all he has to do is open his mouth and speaks and the universe and everything we see taste touch and smell wonder or some of these things we can take for granted and we forget about i can't even remember the last time i looked up at the stars in the sky we just get caught up in life Genesis 2 verse 7 says, Then the Lord formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed 
into his nostrils the breath of life, and man came to become a living being. He took some dust, he formed a man, and the God of wonder breathes and life comes into mankind. Do you hear what I'm saying? Sometimes we read these scriptures and it's like, yeah, cool, he just breathed his life and mankind. But the God of wonder, the God of awe, the God that goes beyond our expectations and understanding. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, uh, I'll quickly turn to it. Please forgive me. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, that I've been doing, and you will even do greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Now, as an 11-year-old boy, I read scriptures like that, and I used to sit there in my room at night, late at night, when everyone else has gone to bed, and read the Word. And I'd lie there in my bed and just dream about this God of wonder that I wanted to discover. So when I read scriptures like that, when I read Jesus was doing miracles in the Bible, then it says that you can do the same and if not greater. I began to believe it at 11 years of age to the point where there's this story where I went back to my friend's place. He lived on a farm and at, he lived at the bottom of a big hill and we had rain that was like going for a week. It was crazy. They had their reservoir at the top of the hill and they also had deer up there that they were harvesting. And the father sent us up there and said, will you go check out the, the, the water tank and check out the animals are okay? So I went up there with my mate Nick in Ugg boots, uh, not Ugg boots, um, gum boots, and we got to the top and pouring down rain. And I had all these nights just lying in my bed thinking about the God of wonder, the God that lives in the miraculous. And I said to Nick, wouldn't it be cool if we could stop the rain? And he said, yeah, right. And I said, you know, it says... We can ask anything in the name of Jesus and it will be given to us. He said, yeah, sure. So I stood there, never done this before, never saw any healings or miracles in my life before, and I pointed my finger to the sky and said, in the name of Jesus, rain stop. Instantly, the rain stopped. And I'm telling you, it was pelting down before and then stopped. And Nick just looks at me and said, that's just a coincidence. And I thought to myself, that's just a coincidence. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe let's... In the name of Jesus, rain start. And instantly the rain started. And we just like looked at each other and thought, maybe that's a coincidence. And for seven times, we commanded the rain to stop and start, and it did. On the eighth time, it didn't. I don't know what happened on the eighth time. But the God of wonder was in my innocent faith as a child that I actually just believed that if he can speak the world, the world into existence, if he can breathe life into mankind, he says, I can do the things that he do and even not greater. I thought I gave it a go. He's a God of wonder. And we've got to begin to understand and get ourselves out of our head and our thinking that if I just, just go through life and, and follow the laws. and No, he wants to do life with you and he wants to show you the miraculous because that is the world that he lives in. His name, Wonder, is not limited by human resources. You see, there's a scripture and story in the Bible in Matthew chapter 14 where he feeds the 5,000. It's quite a, a common story that most people will know, so I won't go into the details. But basically, the disciples come to him and say, we need to send these people home now 
They've been following you. They're hungry. Send them back to their village so they can get something to eat. In verse 16, it says this, And Jesus replied, They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat, talking to his disciples. The disciples said, But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. And they answered, well, Bring them here, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. And then the God of wonder, the God of all, the God that works in the miraculous, took the five loaves and two fish and looked up to heaven and gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces left over. Does my mind in. How is it possible you can feed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish? It's not humanly possible. But the thing is, He's the God of wonder. He's the God that operates in the miraculous. He's not limited by our own resources. You might have dreams and desires in your life or things that you want to achieve or things you want to do. And you look at what you have and look at where you are. I want to tell you that is all that He needs. Because once you get rid of everything that you have and you, you fall and just be at His feet, and recognize you've got nothing to bring in the first place, and it's all about Him, the God of wonder. You watch when you yield yourself to Him, what He can do and take you. When I was first got married when I was young, I was only 20 years of age, and we moved into an apartment, and it was three doors down from a methadone clinic where they used to give the drug addicts their drugs in the morning. We were both full-time students, my wife at the time, and and... We had no money, and in fact, for the first six months, we went back so far, maxed all my credit cards to the point where we had to move back in with my parents. So romantic. <laughs> I remember getting in the car and going to work, but before I did it, I checked the mail, and I opened up this letter, and it was a bill for $800 of, of things that we needed to pay from our last accommodation. I didn't have any money. I thought, this is a joke. We've moved out, I'm backing with my parents and I got a bit depressed and I sat there in the car just before I went to work and then I realised that I'd given to God my whole life with tithes and offerings. And there's a scripture in the Bible that came to mind and said, you know, test me in this, it says, and see not that I'll open the floodgates of heaven, that your barns will be full and your vats will overflow. And for a moment, I went back to when I was 11 years of age to that God of wonder that I once believed in. And I prayed this prayer, God, I've given to you my whole life. I've honoured you with my finances. I've got this bill. I'm testing you in it. It's yours. That's it. I jumped in the car, went to work. And as soon as I got to work, my boss calls me into the office and I thought I, I was getting fired. And he said, Murray, we've been so happy with what you've been doing the past 12 months. We decided to give you a $3,500 pay rise starting today. And I thought, praise God. God answered my prayers. The God of wonder came through. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, thank you, Lord, but I've still got an $800 bill and I still don't have that cash available to me now. I drove home that day after work and, and Adele, my wife at the time, said, Murray, open this letter, see what it was. And she opens this letter and it was a check for $1,200 because we've been paying too much insurance over the past three years on one of our vehicles and they back paid us. How good is God? The God of wonder, the God of awe. He's not limited by our own resources. And then it's the wonder of the cross. And 
I'm going to invite Nicole up, if, if that's okay, just to play something in the background. His name is Wonder, and he turns darkness to light. In Romans 5 verse 8, it says, But God demonstrated his own love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The same God that created the universe, that breathed breath into mankind, leaves the throne room of heaven, comes to earth as a man, takes on the sin of the world and pays the price that should have been ours, becomes the sacrifice that we may be forgiven. Not only forgives us, but it says in John 1 verse 12, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. As human beings, God gave us a chance. He gave Adam and Eve a chance and they chose to sin against him. Now God cannot be in the presence of sin. He's holy. It's one of his names. It's who he is. We deserve the punishment that came with sin. But the God of wonder, the God of awe, the God of the miraculous, the God that goes outside our own comprehension, leaves the throne room of heaven and comes and carries the weight, your sin, my sin, and dies on the cross. Not only that we can be forgiven, but he says that you will become my children, sons and daughters. Sometimes we just need to take a moment and just be. Remember who you are. Remember, we don't just serve a God that's out of this book that we just read and He's lifeless. He's a God that is alive. He's a God that moves in the miraculous. He's a God that cares for you so much that He left the throne room to come and take the weight of sin, your sin and my sin, that we can be forgiven and be known as children of God. I'll close with this story, Naomi, if you'd mind just putting that up, a photo of, of what, what I had. I've shared a lot of stories about the Bible and the things in my life, but I want to talk about someone else's life tonight because you think, well, Murray, it's all good that you're up here from saying all this stuff that you're doing, but how can, how can I begin to see the miraculous? How can I begin to trust in God? There's a lady there, uh, standing behind that little boy with the, with the red, I don't know, what do you call it, hat? Santa hat. Her name's Julie. Her husband at the back there, his name's Ken. They were my first youth leaders. And when I was just 14 years of age, they just got married. And in their first year of marriage, they felt they just, that God wanted them to work with young people. So they approached the church and they became the youth pastors and there was only like three people in the youth group at the time. The other guy was Nick Bowley, was the guy that went up the farm and then um, one was his brother. It was just three of us. Anyway, Julie was an amazing person. She loved the Lord with all her heart, but you could just tell she had this nurturing nature that she, she was a mother. It's like who she was destined to be. Now, I never forget the day that there was an announcement at church. They got up and they were up on the stage and they were bawling their eyes out. And they shared that they'd been to the doctor and the doctor said that Julie cannot conceive children. 
And if she does ever conceive, by the off chance that she does, she will not be able to carry that baby because that baby will definitely die. And also there's a huge possibility that Julie will die. She will never go through the full term of pregnancy. Now, as someone who's destined to be a mother, that's a heartbreaking thing. But as a church, we believe in a God of wonder. We believe in a God whose name is wonderful, or wonder, and awe, miraculous. And we said, this is the report that we got, but we're going to stand in faith with you. And we're going to believe the God that spoke the universe into existence, the God that breathed life into mankind, is going to come and He's going to do a miracle in your life. Because that's His nature. That's who He is. We believe with Ken and Julie for a couple of years. And finally, Julie falls pregnant. Praise the Lord. She goes the full nine months and gives birth to Elise in the, in the blue, the far, far left. And we thought, praise God, it's done. The God of wonder moved. But Julie said, that's not enough. I'm going back. Same complications every single time. She could lose her life every time she falls pregnant, but decides to go back, has another one, has another one, has four girls. And then all of a sudden, she goes back and has a fifth. Gives birth to a beautiful young boy, Caleb with Down syndrome. He's one of the coolest kids I know. Julie could have just taken the advice from the doctors, which was fair. It was right in our own natural thinking. But she had this faith in a God of wonder that he could do a miracle in her life. Not only did she become a mother of five children, if that wasn't enough, if she lost one child, it wouldn't matter. She's got four others. She's got that many kids. She decides to adopt two more. And I actually don't even know who this guy is with a Jesus on. I think she may have adopted him too. But all I said that to say this, God is interested in your world. He's interested in taking your world, whether it's exciting, whether it's boring, your dreams, whether it's exciting or boring, and He just wants to get involved. He wants to become a part of it, and He wants you to let Him. He wants to show you who He is and His nature in your life. He's the God of wonder. And I'll finish with what I wanted to say. I'm just going to pray with you, but how do you respond to something like this today? How do you build that faith? How do you begin to recognize and not forget who He is. First thing I'll say to you is found in Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Share testimony with one another, guys. Listen to each other's story. God has moved so many times in so many people's lives in this room. Share about it. Jump on YouTube. Hear about the miracles of God. And the last one I'll say is this. In Psalm chapter 139, verse 13. For He created my innermost being and knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. There's that word, wonderfully. Praise Him. When you begin to praise Him, you take your eyes off yourself and you look to the God of wonder. And you lift your eyes to Him. Would you kindly stand with me today? Is it okay, Kate, if I pray? Tonight, yeah. I'm kind of stepping out a little bit here 
because I've come to everything I've wanted to share, but I just sense that the God of wonder is wanting to do something. So I've got no idea where we're going right now, but let's just see where he takes us. If you're comfortable, why don't you just close your eyes right now? I'm going to pray a prayer and just welcome the Spirit of God into this room. He's already here, but I just want to acknowledge him. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Even now, I sense your presence, Lord. Can you feel that, guys? You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, you were there at the beginning when you spoke your word, let there be light. You're the same when you breathe life into mankind all the way back in creation. You're the same God that moved in the miraculous that we read in the Bible. But if you were the same yesterday, today and forever, that means you were the same right here, right now in this very room. And we welcome you to this place. Holy Spirit, would you come? May the God of wonder just fill this room tonight. You are worthy of praise, Lord. Why don't you just take a moment while you've got your eyes closed. Let's just take a moment and just praise Him. I want you to, don't be shy, just maybe lift His name up and thank Him for the things in your life. Thank you, Jesus. we sing that if you know that tonight.
Father, we thank you that we worship a God that is alive. We thank you we worship a God that is alive and not dead. In fact, you are a God of wonders. You are a God of miracles. And Father God, we are grateful that we are now known as your sons and daughters. We thank you for leaving your throne room high and coming down and taking our place. And Father, we are grateful. We take a moment, Lord, out of our busy weeks to spend time in your presence, to acknowledge who you are. You truly are the God of wonder. You truly are the God that turns darkness to light. You truly are the God that takes people that are full of anger and bitterness and, and give them joy and peace. You are that God. That is your name. It's who you are. Father, I pray over people in this room tonight, Lord God, that are suffering depression. Lord, I break its power in your name, the name of Jesus, the name of wonder, the name of miracles, Lord God. May your joy and peace rest upon their life. All week I've had a pain up my left side of my neck and it's not usual for me to get, get it on that side, but I just wonder tonight, is there someone here that constantly suffers with pain down the back of their neck? down their left hand side is there anyone in that room tonight I'm stepping out here tonight guys I don't know what I'm doing but I just wonder if this is the spirit of God it's okay Nicole awesome we're going to pray for Nicole is that okay why don't you reach your, reach your hands out towards Nicole tonight Pete, Pete, would you mind coming, coming with me? I want you to stretch your hands out. The same God that I pray to is the same God that you have. And I want you to pray. And I want us all to join in and stretch out that Nicole will be healed here. Is that okay with you, Pete? God, I pray that you'll heal Nicole, Lord, and release any pain that she's feeling in her back, Lord. God, we know you're the Lord of wonders and you can do anything, Lord. Lord, and I pray that it's your will that you will be done, Lord, in your holy name. If you're not well here tonight, I'd love you to raise your hand and we're going to pray for you. If there's something, you don't need to tell people what, what it is you're going through, but would you mind raising your hand and we're going to gather around. Everyone's going to come, come gather around you. So if you're not well and you need healing, would you kindly raise your hands right now? Nobody? There's a few. I want you guys to look around you with those who've got their hands raised. I want you to gather around. This is not the Murray show tonight. Let's all get involved and let's lay hands on these people and let's believe the God of wonders to bring healing to their life. So please, I encourage you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that you're the God of miracles, that you're the God that goes beyond our own expectation and understanding. And as we gather around our brothers and sisters tonight, Lord God, I thank you, Lord, that you said when we lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. So, Father, we stand in that word tonight. And we pray healing into their bodies in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May you have room to move, God of wonder. 
in their lives. Lord, we're believing for good reports to come out of this, where these people may have been suffering with things for many years, that tonight it will be broken in the name of Jesus, not because of any one of us, but because of what you did on that cross. And we thank you for it tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to do one more thing, then I'm going to give it back to Cade, if that's all right. But if you have, the other thing I feel the Holy Spirit saying, there are people here tonight whose parents are not believers, that don't know Christ. Um, I'm not going to embarrass you and ask you to put your hand up, but I'm just going to pray that God would begin to do wonders in your family. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for every person here. They're so wonderfully and beautifully made. In fact, you knitted them together while they were in their mother's womb. And we pray for our parents now. We pray for those that don't know you. I know there's people in this room that have come from all over the world, from so many different cultures, so many different backgrounds, so many different religions. But nothing is impossible for you, Lord. You are the God of wonder. You are the God that breaks through. So we just pray, Holy Spirit, that you'd move on these parents that don't know you, that you would soften their hearts. We pray for opportunity for their kids to come and share about you and what you have done in their life. Lord, I pray that this time next year, Father God, that you would turn these situations around with these people in this room whose parents don't know you. We claim them for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Mario. Um, we're not going to break into groups. So I think I will we'll leave it at that. But if you want to continue to get prayer, don't don't walk away. Like there are other things that you want prayer for that you've been struggling with. I think I love what Mario. You know, I think as we step out in faith, God brings the power, and uh, we need to step out in faith. We need to start believing. And uh, I think people aren't going to turn to God without the power sometimes and I think God wants us to use that and it's something I've been learning recently um, yeah I've, I've seen how actually when I step out in faith that's actually the door for some people that the power that turns them to God um, so I want to encourage you that for some of you maybe it's weird but let's embrace the weird we embrace God because God does the supernatural and that is not normal to our minds and I just want to encourage you but that's what God does um, and we need to start trusting and believing that He can do these things um, and we step out in faith and trust Him and you know what sometimes we step out and we get it wrong it doesn't work I've done it plenty of times but then there are times when it has and I've seen God do some amazing things and it's not until you step out and have a go that you will see God work um, cool thanks Murray it was a great message I think it's something you want to keep encouraging guys hang around uh, if you're new, again, connect cards, grab some food, meet some people, get in a small group during the week. We want to hang out. Um, sorry about my son. Uh, he's getting tired. And uh, yeah, cool. Have a good week. Hang around. <laughs>